host Matthew J. Lepore and I am on with Kyle Zesserman. Now you and I have been talking about doing this for like four months. Yeah. Pretty and much since I, we started. Yeah, I know. I couldn't steal you. We couldn't find a date and we were like we would talk about hey we'll meet on the Saturday and then we both either would forget or like something else would come up. Yeah. So I, I texted you the other day. I'm like, yo, we're going to lock this in. I'm going to put you on the schedule. I'm like, I'm going to send you a Google Drive th- or a Google's calendar. We're going to get you in. We'll do it today. So, yeah. I cleared my whole day to be here. Dude, let's go, uh, dude. I'm, that's I'm ready. awesome. Yeah, it's no. Dude, no, I'm, I, it's an honor for me because you are one of the people that will not only, like, do I respect you highly, you are super smart. You're super knowledgeable when it comes to, like, lifting and, like, massages and just, like, just therapy when it comes to the body. And I've had a lot of, like, like lifting influencers on, like, especially me who, like, lifts and people who love the gym. It's also good for them to know the side of, therapy and yeah. rest and like um recovery is what i'm looking yeah, for. for sure. so you just got your certification or your degree for massage therapy yeah right? my, my license your license yeah state license yeah you have to, so you go you go to school to get the certification and then once you get the certification it's just like a formality to to pay the state to get your license basically okay so how long have you had your license for now? Uh, I've had my license since January because it takes like six weeks for them to process it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. like I put the application in in December and then it took literally almost two months. It took like seven weeks. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I remember the one the, the one massage you and I had. Um, I Dude, I felt amazing when I left. It was so good. good. It was so good. And plus a lot of people from the gym now are coming to you too. Yeah. Yeah. Which is nice. All of my clients pretty much have been from the gym. Well, it's nice because you already have like a, a – Pretty wide known respect around there too. Yeah. So a lot of them are gonna be like, oh, well, if Kyle's here, you know, I'll go to him. Yeah. So exactly. when you were growing up, what at what point did you were like, what at what point were you like, this is what I want to do. I want to be a massage therapist. I want to like work on people, make them feel better. That didn't happen until honestly about uh, a little over a year ago. Really? Yeah. I only started thinking about it um, probably about a year and a half ago, and I was working a uh, job for an insurance company. Mm-hmm. And I just never wanted to do anything like that. Like, yeah. I actually, I can remember when I was, like, eight years old, I was like, I will never work at a desk. I will never work in an office. Like, I just knew that. Yeah. I never had any clue what I wanted to do at all. And then you ended up in an insurance company. Yeah. In an office. In yeah, desk, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I did that for about a year. And uh, it was it was cool. I only really did it because the guy I was working for, he was just, like, super chill. And he was kind of like, you know we can do whatever you want with this. Like, mm-hmm. if you want to continue to grow with me, we can do that. And that's kind of the way you make more money in that industry. Yeah, without a like, doubt. Yeah. Like, he was actually doing really well. Um, he was setting records for the company, like, as at his age. What was the company called? If, if uh, you... It's Northwestern Mutual. Oh, okay. Yeah, we've had this conversation before. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the way it works is, like, no one's actually in a – like, they actually they have employees, but that's only for their home office. Everyone else is it's kind like of independent like contractors. their own. Yeah, he was like his own business sub, like underneath of Northwestern Mutual. Yeah, I used to I used to work as an independent contractor for uh, Cutco or like Vector Marketing. Oh yeah, yeah. Sure. So it was like I, that's what I figured. It was like comes close to the same thing. It was like, it was my own business. I would promote. I would sell. I I would be out of my pocket for like promotional value. Yeah. But I would get paid through them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it was like an entry level job, but since it was just him and me. I had the opportunity to just grow with him 
and That's it good. got to a situation where there was some some personal choices I had to make, and then he was deciding to kind of sell his business to some other guys, and I wasn't included in that, and they were treating me as like, you know, they were interviewing me just to make sure I was the right candidate to join their team, and like, I get that. Yeah. You, know, you have to make the right choice for your business at the end of the day, but I just, it wasn't something I ever really wanted to do anyway, and I wasn't being respected, and at the time, uh, you know Bobby? Yeah, Bobby. Yeah, he, beefcake Bobby. Yeah, exactly. That's my so boy, dude. Shout out Bobby. Um, yeah, he kind of got me into massage actually. So he dude. went, he went to Montco for it uh, six months before I did. He was just telling me about how cool it was yeah. and everything. And I had already been thinking about it. I was going to go to school part time while I was working at the office there. Okay. And with it, all of this happening, I just decided, you know what, I'm just going to quit. Go to school full time for it. It only it only takes six months. Okay. Okay. And uh, so I just jumped all in on it. So that's how, that's how it started. Funny story with Bobby. Um, when I the like so my ankle is pretty much all metal. Yeah, um, I know. I figured that out. Yeah, I'll show you that. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. I was massaging you, and I was like, "What's going on with your ankle here? It's like twice the size." I of know. The other yeah, one. <laughs> it's never gonna change. He actually was one of the people that um, the reason I love Bobby so much, especially like Mishak too. Is he no bullshit? Pull me back together. Like I came in after the surgery, did all this stuff, and he goes, "Look, we're gonna do this this way. We're gonna try this. I don't oh, want yeah. you to do this other like uh, other bullshit that yeah. I'm gonna have a six year woman do." And now I'm squatting like mid sevens, and like I owe a lot to like, and that's why I respect like your guys's like realm mm -hmm. so much because I see what it did for me. Yeah, and like that's why when I heard you were doing it, and mm -hmm. I know you, and I knew Bobby knew you, and was yeah. like, "Yeah, he's a good guy," because I was gonna do one with him before you left. Okay. And he goes, I think Kyle's going to be doing it. And then you said something about it when you were there the one day. And yeah. I'm like, cool. Simple. Easy. So he helped you, like, at, from the training aspect, right? Was he doing massage then? So he was he was at Mishock, yeah. uh, physical therapy. Oh, gotcha. So he was doing that, and then he was doing massages. So he was yeah. kind of, like, working both. So okay. when I would come in, he would, like, Maria would work someone else, and I would, he would work with just, like, solely me. Yeah. And just, just go to town on me. Yeah. That sounded a little sus. But... <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think like that, man. It's so funny. Like that stuff goes over my head most of the time. So you know, you know what's funny is doing this whole podcast thing is I've because I'm so like I I choice my words that I go through, yeah, and to try to sound as professional as I can, and I'll say things like that, and the problem is the child in me yeah. catches on to that because I'm like paying attention, and then I go, damn, you can't let it go. No, you get you got you got to acknowledge it. Because if, if you if you just try to let it go, it's it's literally just gonna sit there in your mind. You're gonna keep thinking about it. I know, it. I know. So so now that you're doing all this, how has this been with like your social life? Do you think you've been able to balance it out, or do you think it's been better for it? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, I mean, like I'm a little different when it comes to my social life. I've never really been like a partier. Like, yeah, wasn't yeah, really yeah. going out. Like, I started lifting when I was. 14 okay and like in high school my friends would be like yo come to this party you know we got beer girls whatever yeah. and i was like i'm at the gym on friday night sorry like i'm training and mm -hmm. I, I it's just what i would prefer to do so no, that makes sense i've always been a little different but i mean the dude you just build different bro yeah exactly just build different but the, the, i mean the biggest reason i'm doing this is i don't want to work for anybody True. i want to work for myself like if someone tells me i need to be somewhere at a certain time it just like something in my head is like you don't want to do that. I don't want yeah, to do that. Yeah. So I just want to work for myself, be on my own time, just kind of like create the life I want. I think a lot of people get stuck chasing a certain job, chasing money, chasing 
the material things. Yeah. And, you know, that's all great. Like, we need money to do mm-hmm. cool things in life. But that's kind of how I look at it now. It's not the end-all, be-all. And just because you don't have a specific job or make a certain amount of money doesn't define who you are. Yeah, there's this uh, this great quote my grandmother always used to say. And I'm sure someone – like, it's an actual quote from somebody. But it's, do what you love and the money will follow. Yeah, absolutely. And, I, and, I, and it is funny because I never imagined I'd be a cook, especially now a chef. Yeah. And it's just it, it has been kind of petrol like oh you get my money for this it's it's nice you can live a little more it's just weird having like big boy money sometimes yeah but no I'm I'm, I'm glad that you're able to like find something that really kind of worked for you and plus it seems like you like it I love plus it. you love the gym yeah. you have a great physique you're really strong so it's like that. it just it, it makes sense for you for to be in a gym atmosphere yeah. you can go and lift and then I mean kind of a good way to find clients too it's oh, like it's perfect yeah, you put yeah. 600 pounds in your back you squat it oh hey by the way I also yeah. do massages. That's exactly so. what it is. I mean, every time I'm at the gym, first of all, it's weird because, like, now that I kind of work there, it's like I almost don't feel like training there. It's like I – You well, just answered a question I was going to ask you. Yeah, when I like when I show up, I'm in, like, work mode. Uh-huh. So as soon as I'm done, I kind of just want to leave and go somewhere else. That's kind of, you know, like that's how I always was with work anyway. So Yeah, you, but, you um, literally – I was – that was – yeah. Yeah, so it's a little weird. I Like, I'll train at Edge usually. I started doing that. I actually started doing that um, while I was working the insurance job because I felt like I would go, like, I would, you know, I'd be working all day, go to the gym, mm-hmm. train for, you know, two to three hours, but it would turn into, like, a four-hour session because I'm talking to everybody, and it's like, I always loved the social aspect of the gym because, like I said, I wasn't really a party or uh-huh, going out, like, uh-huh. doing all that kind of stuff. So, like, I could really <clears throat> relate to more people in the gym and just have, like, really good conversations. And, yep. Like, you know how we are. Just a little closer. Yeah. yeah. No, you're good. No, we're good. No, you, you can pull this to you. You can pull it. All, the, yeah, yeah. all right. We're good. You're good. You're cool. Um, you're cool. But, so, it's like, I just enjoy doing that. Like, you know, yeah. like you said, like, I, like, I was kind of like, I always help people out in the gym. Always. Show them kind of stuff to do. Always. You know, share information, try to learn stuff. And so, it would turn into, like, a four-hour session. Oh, dude, I so I wouldn't get back until like eleven o'clock at night, mm-hmm. and then I got to get up, you know, early the next morning to go to work, and it was just too much. Yep, that is that was that is the one thing that I I I miss and don't miss about going around like four o'clock. Yeah, I mean I can't anymore because that's when I work. But like when I would get there at like four thirty five, yeah. everyone be there, yeah. you know, Mark and all of them, and, and it's like, oh, what's going on? What are you doing? And then like you know. I gotta go take a shit because it's a pre-workout. So I gotta go do that, <laughs> and then so I come out and like you know they're all talking, and then I'm in between my set, and then I realize I'm only supposed to be like resting for two minutes. Yeah. But now it's like a fucking eight minute conversation. Yeah, five I just to ten had. minute rest between sets. Yep. And then Eric shows up, and then Eric will jump on my back and try to choke me out. And yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There's. I mean, I love everybody there. Oh, they're amazing. But yeah, there's no some people who are a little more serious with their training. Some people. They just kind of want to hang out and talk and do their thing. And, yeah. you know, it's cool, whatever you want to do with it. But, yeah, like I said, I just had to make that decision to stop training there at one point because it was eating up all my time. I know. And, uh, but it, it's, you know, it, it kind of sucks sometimes because I miss it. Yeah. Like, I, like, that's the place where, like I said, I really enjoyed, you know, talking to people and yeah. sharing ideas. And, yeah. It is nice going though in the morning, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna have to start doing that. I actually I started training earlier in the morning in general, 
Mm-hmm. And, I mean, my workouts probably aren't as good. I always felt like I could train best in the evening, oh, like, we'll say like that around too. 6 o'clock. Um, I guess I just have more food in my body and, and more well-hydrated, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I feel better, like, throughout the day if I train early. So do I. Yeah. Yeah. If, once I get out of the way, then I'm, I'm then I'm good. Yeah. So that, that was a question I was going to ask you then is uh, – now that you work, now that you okay, now that you work there, but you work there, like you work yeah. out, like, what's the word I'm trying to word? You do your job yes. there, and that yeah. office. I'm not an employee of the gym; I work yes. for myself. Yes, but that is my place of business. Yes, so that's is is it weird then? It's like okay, like you're coming in just to work out, but you're like maybe I should check the office or like. No, I mean, because it's not like if I don't have a client, there's nothing really for me to do there. Yeah. Um, like I can do the rest of my work from anywhere, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but I I actually haven't gone there just to train in quite a while. Yeah, I haven't seen. I think the last time I saw you, you might have had a client, but like you stopped in and I saw you. Yeah. And that's oh yeah yeah. It's weird not seeing you around there. Yeah. A lot of people haven't been there at the same times either. They've been going later to, like, that edge. Yeah, I mean, since I stopped going there, like, I, I probably wasn't there for, I don't even know how long, six months to a year, like, almost at all. And uh, it's just weird. Like, there are so many different people there now. Mm-hmm. The whole atmosphere is different. And even, like, that nighttime crew is, like, because that's when I used to go. Like, mm-hmm. I, like I said, like, I would same. go after work, train at night, and it, like, it was always the same people there, people who are generally more serious about their training too yeah and that was always fun but it's like some of those guys are there still but it's not everybody well that's what that was the whole thing that that got me like like big lifting and like actually being like serious about training and not just working out yeah because all those guys like even like kevin like i'm sure you know who i'm talking about yeah oh yeah he does not he won't he'll never know this but he was one of the people that was like at first i thought he was like a dickhead yeah i mean well oh yeah but then, <laughs> but then no, but but like respectfully, it's like he's serious about his training. Yeah. And then it's like, well, why is he is at his age? Why is he squatting six hundred pounds? Why yeah. is why is that? And then you know, I think I was like nineteen, twenty. And I was like, you know, it's probably because he's not dicking around. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, well, I wasn't dicking around when I was wrestling. I was pretty good at that. Mm-hmm. And then that was one of the, he was one of those people that was like, all right, he's serious. Yeah. And then when I was there, I'm like, well, I don't want to seem like a dickhead in someone who in front of someone who's serious. So then I got serious, and then that's yeah, kind of how that culminated. For sure, yeah, and that's like, and that's a big reason why I started training there in the first place. Like I said, I started training there like about six years ago, 2017, um, probably coming up right on six years, and uh, it was like the first serious gym I found. Um, I had gone to Iron Sport before, mm-hmm. if you're familiar with yeah, that, yeah. over in Delco. Yep. Um, which is actually like geographically much closer to where I live, yeah. but just the drive there. It's I'm like surprised you never went to like Deathwish. No, I've never gone. I, well, you know what? You had Roman on, right? And I, I'm good friends we're, with Roman. We're good, we're, yeah, we're good buddies. He lives down the street. Oh, for he real? used to, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, he he keeps inviting me over there. Because he wants me to try his uh, his bench shirt, which is something I've always wanted to do. But within the past, I don't know, probably really since like COVID started, like in the, like I was kind of on my way out of powerlifting. Like I had my last kind of like hoorah with it where I just tried to max out everything I could and my body <laughs> just like totally fell apart. Yeah. Like I said, I've been doing, you know, I did my first meet when I was 16. So you were 16 with your first meet? Yeah. Wow. In, in 2012. Holy shit. So I've been in it for a while. Damn. 
How old are you? Now? You're twenty-seven. I thought you're twenty-five. Okay, I'll be. Um, but so when you were sixteen, right? And I asked Roman the same thing, and a lot of people that are all that that age. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's weird to see, not weird to see, but kids at that age just think about lifting weights just to you know have big biceps or whatever it is. Yeah. But when did you realize you were like, I want to do this and actually lift weight? Yeah, I mean, I remember being like, so my brother, he is, I guess he's about six years older than me, uh, so he's about 33 now, but when I was in, like, middle school, um, I, well, first of all, I was, like, growing up, I was, like, a normal kid until about the time I was, like, eight or nine, I uh, I went from, like, a normal healthy weight, I was probably, like, 80 pounds, I pretty much doubled my weight in, like, a year. I blew up. Wait, um, how old were you? You said this? Like, I was from fourth grade to fifth grade. I probably doubled my body weight. Yeah. Uh, that was so. I'm sorry. No, dude, short, I just. Okay. No, you're good, dude. You could be in shock. It's crazy. Yeah, it's yeah. terrible. And that's actually why I'm like real passionate now about trying to teach people how to live a healthy life. Because yeah, and, and I would say that you live it. You have a great physique, so it's like, Thank you. it's, I appreciate it's impressive. It. Yeah. And I never did before, like I know, or at least I never thought I did, but like most of my life I was a fat kid. Mm-hmm. So like I just did not, like I hate seeing that now, and it's so sad to see kids like, because children don't know any mm-hmm. different. They only know what they're taught. Yes. And yeah. Uh, yeah. anyway, but yeah, my parents split up at that time when mm-hmm. I was about eight years old. And I guess my coping mechanism was food. So. It's a big one. Yeah. So I went from a probably like 80 pounds to 150 pounds in fifth grade. And uh, I just blew up. It's f- There's a hilarious picture. I wish I had it um, of me. My parents always made me play soccer because that was like the only sport that they could like force me to play. Yeah. And it, uh, and you know, they thought it was good for me running and everything. And it's better than nothing for sure. But yeah. There's this hilarious picture of me, like, like, like the you soccer picture. I gotta see it. I'll, I'll send it to you, oh and you can God. put it. You can, can literally I? put oh it up. God. That would be great. I'll have to find it, but okay. Um, it's me holding the soccer ball, and it's just so funny because like my head looks like a soccer ball. Like that's how round my face dude. was. I just think. I'm it's sorry. Hilarious. I don't mean to be disrespectful and laugh. But... No, dude, laugh, laugh it up. It's so funny. No, it's 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 only funny because like because when I was younger, I was like a I would just you know look carefree little like like yeah. little fat little kid. Yeah. I mean, I was still kind of fat, but <laughs> <laughs> you're a power lifter, bro. You're a strong man. No, it's okay. It's See, I I <laughs> this is functional. Look but at no. your shirt. There I'm you go. To... <laughs> oh, thanks for the money, guys. I really appreciate it. Uh, you guys are awesome. Um, but um, yeah. So. Yeah, I have I have like the same kind of picture, but it was like a, with like a football helmet. Yeah, That's yeah. Oh yeah, no, same thing though. Yeah. I can totally trust me. I, that. I, I I laugh out of my own trauma, so it's yeah. all good. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, man. But um, to get back to what we were, you know, what got us here, I was like total fat kid basically from fifth grade till I was until I started high school. Yeah. And when I was about like when I was going into high school, my brother was real into lifting because he was you know he was probably. I guess 16, 18, something like that. And he was, like, real into lifting. He got real big. He was benching, like, 315. I thought it was, like, the coolest thing ever. And then I remember they used to put uh, the World's Strongest Man on ESPN. Yeah. And that was so cool. And I just remember, um, you know, Big Z, Zadrunas Savickas. Is that why why you're Big Z on 
Or um, just because it's just Kyle really, Zess? Okay. No, it's similar. I mean, that's my last name. Uh, so oh, Zess. Yeah. Big yeah. Zess is kind of what I... Uh, honestly, uh, my friends started calling me that when I started lifting. Mm-hmm. So it just stuck. Well, but, you're in my phone as Big Zess. So yeah. go ahead. Sorry. No, I'm, 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 I love it. Yeah. Um, I actually, my dad's birthday was the other day, and I signed the card Big Zess because he always calls me that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so... My brother was lifting, and I remember one day, and he used to watch, like, Ronnie Coleman videos and, like, Jay Cutler videos, because that was, like, back when they were, like, when they were up there. Yeah. And uh, I just remember seeing uh, the world's strongest man one day on ESPN, and Big Z is up there squatting 700 pounds, four reps, and, like, I don't know, he did, like, 16 reps with, like, 700 pounds or something, and halfway through the set, Blood starts shooting out of his nose. Oh, I know you're talking about. And he just keeps going. And wasn't I, it the one where it, you, he had to touch the the? the yes. Yeah, it's like the big circus yeah, weight, and you have yeah. to bring it down to the parallel, that, that to the was, bars. Yeah. And, and I just thought that was like the coolest thing I had ever seen in my life. And like from that moment on, I was like, I want to be as strong as I can be. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he's the best of the best. Yeah. So. Oh, that's great. Dude. Yeah, for sure. But my dad, he uh, he got me into the gym at first just because, like, obviously, like I said, I was, like, a big kid. I needed mm-hmm. to lose some weight. And, I I mean, I can remember going, like, he would always ask me to go with him. Mm-hmm. And normally I would say no. And then, like, once a month I would go and do, like, 20 minutes on the elliptical. Okay. And that was, like, all I would do. You were a cardio bunny. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. And now I don't even do cardio. Um, but he got me that. a trainer. Actually, when I was like 14, okay, started lifting in the gym, started putting on a little muscle, my body started to look better, and I yeah. just like loved it. Yeah, then my sister started dating a guy who competed in powerlifting, and he introduced me to that. So, ever since then, I've been into it. And like I said, that was I was like 16, and he got me ready for my first meet, which was actually uh, Christmas Carnage. Oh with my our, with god! Our, our that's RPS. a good one. Yeah, that's oh, a good yeah. one. And they used to actually have it um, up in Allentown at a sports bar. It was called the Pig Pen, and it was this sport. Well, the, it closed down. That's oh, they okay. Yeah, I, I was, yeah, yeah. And it um, so they had it at the sports bar, and it was a cool place. It was like sports bar with a concert stage and a whole arcade. So the platform was on I'm a just, concert stage. Yeah. And so there was like a tunnel behind it to walk up, and so that's so it was just like this real cool experience, and uh, that was my first meet, and it's so funny. I remember I actually listened to Roman talk about his first meet a little bit mm-hmm. on on here, and similar thing, but kind of different. Like my first squat, like it was such a blur. I remember going up there, and I couldn't hear anything. I could barely see anything. Like I was just like oh, so tunnel vision, like could not even like see anything around yeah, me yeah. and i i brought it back i waited for the squat command and i went down came up and i jumped the rack command but they were giving it to me simultaneously so i got the okay, lift yeah and i was just like it was just so funny because i just don't re- like i couldn't think about like my depth or like is my form right like i was just like so nervous i think mm-hmm. that i was just like blackout and but it was so cool and there were like all these guys there helping me out and i was just like to you know up to that point i had like no confidence in myself i was just like some kid who like wasn't doing anything and all these random strangers were just like really willing to help me out so i started to love powerlifting and yeah. that's kind of why i'm out of it now 
partial, like I said, my body was falling apart a little bit, but I feel like the community is not nearly the same as it used to be. I, him and I, so I don't want to go too depth because it was, it was off air when yeah, I was talking sure. about, but the yeah. community definitely has changed and I'll talk yeah. about like my personal things, but and like yeah. how I feel about it. Cause I don't want to speak for him at all. Um, but yeah, that was, so that's one of the things that I love about lifting in general is the community. Yeah. Like, it's why I love the gym. Yeah. Like I, like you'll, you look at someone like Doug Ferrioli. Mm-hmm. Who has a center tattooed across his forehead? Yeah, fucking amazing guy. I love the that. Nicest guy love ever. that guy. Yeah, love him. He ever was like, man, I need something. I got you, dude. Yeah. Um, but I definitely have noticed with like TikTok and mm. like oh, Instagram, God, yeah. it's it's ruined a lot of the stuff and the the, the egos I've noticed, mm-hmm. um, have risen in not in a great way. Yeah, like there's not people like you that are squatting six hundred pounds. You get up, you go. <sighs> Oh hey, how are you? That, yeah. does, that doesn't happen yeah. anymore. And like, another thing is Ronnie and all them. Uh, but like, uh, a power build, you know, it's very TikToky. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed like even the powerlifting community, these guys will come and they'll they'll pull all this stuff in the gym and they go to a powerlifting meet and then they're just dickheads. Oh yeah, just, it's just like why? Yeah, no, you. Sh- they, it's so funny. Like these kids literally think they're like God's gift to the entire universe because they are good at moving a loaded barbell yeah. and it's like like i and i get it because like that used to be my whole life too like there were there were several years where like powerlifting was like everything to me yeah but i was never a, a dickhead about it and like i never like i never i mean i i guess like at certain points you know i was like had a little ego about it because i would be like well you know i'm me and i'm lifting this much more than you yeah and it's like but i never let it get to my head and i never like displayed that to other people Cause I always thought it was cool to like, and this is why I the attitude I have is like, I always I always respect the people. Like take Andrew Hannes, prime example. Yeah, the best in the world. Mm-hmm. Twice, two the years best. in a row. Yeah, best in the world. Nicest guy yeah. I've ever met, and he you know changed a lot of like my attitude. Like I never really had a chip on my shoulder or anything. Was like you know I want to be a dickhead. And it's like I know I can move around some weight. Yeah, exactly. But. I always thought it was cool to see those guys who are just ridiculous lifters mm-hmm. and are complete gentlemen. Yeah. Like, like if some some kid comes in, right, and maybe he can't bench a plate or whatever it is. Yeah. Yo, dude. And, like, maybe his form is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Hey, that looks awesome. Like, because for me, if I had someone like like Scott come to me and was like, yo, I was good deadlift, I, yeah. would, I would be hot. Hype. Yeah, dude, you know what I'm eight hundred pounds. Like, yeah, yeah, and like that's why that's one of the reasons that have frustrated me with powerlifting is you don't see that as much. No, you you really don't. And even like, and it it's a shame because like the top guys, they're doing the same. A lot of them are doing the same stuff that these kids are doing, and that's where they get it from. It's like they walk around with this big ego, and it's like okay, like in the realm of powerlifting, yeah, you're a big deal. Outside of that, nobody knows who you are. Yeah. Nobody cares. Yeah. Like, people see your physique, and they're like, wow, you must be really strong. You must work out a lot, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And that has its own kind of, like, like uh, just kind of connotations that come with it. Like, people respect, like, a good physique. Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah. like, if you're a dickhead, I don't care what you look like or how much yeah. you lift. Like, just be a good person at the end of the day. Isn't that right there is I love that just be a good person at the end of the day because yeah. I don't think it's that hard to do no and it's just and that's and and nothing against you know RPS or anything like that like Roman and I are gonna give me shit for this later but <laughs> um 
Yeah, it, uh, like that's one of the reasons like I never really got into powerlifting. It's because yeah. there were just a lot of people that I know. Because like with, with strongman, this yeah. one of the best things was there was this guy DK, and I know um, I mean I aren't as close anymore. But uh, one of my one of my first meets, it was it was winter wreckage mm-hmm. over at the Lions Den, and it was the first event. It was um, finger fingles fingers where you pick it up and you walk it over. Okay. And um, he, he did the first event. He was in first. I went after him. And I ended up taking second in this event. But I needed like two more seconds to either tie him mm-hmm. or beat him. Because I, I obviously beat me in that, in that event. But he was like standing next to me, yeah. screaming at me. Yeah. But like, keep going, beat me. And, I'm, and I was like, I'm like, whoa. Yeah. I've never had that happen. We're like, He's like in first place, mm-hmm. and he's yelling at me to be. And that's why I always love strongman. Yeah, but yeah, I don't, sure. I don't, I don't see that all in the powerlifting scene anymore. No, you don't. Like, like just like you said, um, and kind of like what I was saying earlier at my first meet, there was this guy. He was he was friends with my my sister's boyfriend. Okay, so my sister's boyfriend was actually judging the meet. He used to judge a lot of RPS nice, meets okay. too, and um, so his friend was there competing, and this guy, uh, his name's Justin Caputo very great guy he uh i think in maybe the one 165 and below he held all of the squat records for a period of time and like he was he was going for like world records at this meet raw and yeah and uh was just like helping me like some kid who is it's my first meet and i like barely know what i'm doing there and he and, and when he's going for world records he took the time to actually help me out and like now, if someone's going for a world record, they have like a whole crew there with them, and it's like all about them. And they can only perform this lift when it's on the right bar, and like they had the right food and the right everything yep. else. And it's just like, I don't know. I just that's not cool to me anymore. No, and that's uh, that's and again, that's why I like strongman so much. Where it's like, it's like yeah, okay, well maybe we'll pull a Texas bar. Yeah, but you really want to test your strength. We're gonna put an axle bar on there. We're just gonna do. We're just gonna max it out. Yeah, it's an unforgiving bar. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. And, and plus, like, that's why I respect like 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 Roman's crew and all that kind of stuff. Is and he always says, and I said this to him, it takes a village. Yeah. But they do it in a way where it is like village energy. It's like um, they got each other's back. Yeah. They care about each other. Um, and I think that is what I love about kind of like the gym mm-hmm. is like. If we all go to a meet, people are going to show up. They're going to say hi. They're going to do whatever. Yeah. And, like, that's what it means for it to take a village, not just, hey, I'm going to go pull off of a, a Texas deadlift bar that has a um, grade B knurling. Yeah. And <laughs> I and I, I had 200 milligrams of protein and only 60 milligrams of caffeine because I'm on a cut. Yeah. I'm going to go pull 800 pounds. Yeah, exactly. Increased sumo. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, and if they if they don't have all their special stuff, they can't do it. No. Um, now do you know do you know Zach Santangelo? Yeah, we yeah we're not like very close, but I I know who he is. So he's been kicking my ass on bench recently. Yeah. Every Sunday. I hurt. Um, but he said this, and um, I didn't know. So he he did an internship or worked over at Westside. Yeah. With Louis Simmons. Mm-hmm. And. He told me he's like Louis trained his lifters yeah. to walk into any gym at any point and pull or push or bench whatever their total. Yeah. 
And I think like there's there's a uh, well, when you said like oh they, they need all this special stuff mm-hmm. to pull their max. Yeah. It's like well why have people been doing it for so long? Why are you so special? Yeah, exactly. It shouldn't matter. Yeah. I actually I start I I used to train at LA Fitness for like eight years, and the first. I guess five years of my powerlifting career, I trained at LA Fitness, and I kind of like. That's so I kind of, interesting. I kind of liked that really? because only because I knew that when I went to the meet, there was better equipment and oh, all that's of that. Smarter. So like, I'm training on like a shitty LA Fitness bar and like E-Max. the squat. This yeah, exactly. And so like for deadlifts and squats and everything. It's just, like, obviously not the ideal bar because they just have, like, whatever there. And uh, I always just kind of knew, like, okay, like, whatever I can do here, I can probably do a little more at the meet. Like, first of all, it's, like, adrenaline and all that. Yeah. Like, it's meet day. You're ready for it. But, like, at the same time, at the other side, there is better equipment. And I just kind of anticipated that would help me out a little bit. Yeah. Like, training on shitty equipment and then going that's actually really smart yeah. yeah and i think that's a big reason why like a lot of these guys like you said they pull 800 pounds in the gym and then they go to the meat and can't do it because like they try to simulate meat conditions every week in their training and like i just don't think that's the right way to do it yeah and you should make it harder like, like zach says this all the time it's like you yeah. should make this harder yeah and that's one of the things I'm glad Andrew instilled in me when, when he was here is do what you can to make this harder. So when you get there, like, yeah, like there's, uh, I, I don't know who said it, like there's such thing as overtraining, but there's no such thing as overtraining. Yeah. And it's like, don't push yourself to the absolute extent where you were, you were hurting your body, mm-hmm. but overtrain to the point is if you have an 800 pound deadlift you're doing for reps, do 850 and then see what you can get. And then when you drop down, like it was explained that way, and I was yeah. like, "Oh, mm-hmm. but yeah." There's 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 some good quotes out there, but yeah. Oh, well, that's another thing. I think a lot of people anticipate like, "Oh, well, if I can do 800 in the gym, I can I can do 850 at a meet." Mm-hmm. And like you just said, it's kind of the opposite. Like prepare, like make sure you can do more, so that when you're there, you can do like you can do enough. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. There's 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 just something about like lifting weights or just like showing up when you don't want to show up yeah and just moving metal circles around yeah for a couple hours that i think everyone should do and i don't know i you look at people who maybe not necessarily be where they want to be or they're this hurts or that this is going on and they don't they don't go to the gym yeah and it's always the same thing it's like oh you know kyle i should get in the gym you look good yeah i should when do you go to the gym oh you go oh you go okay do you like the gym I should go to the gym. I, I really need to go to the gym. I haven't been there in so long. Uh-huh. And then you go, well, then just well then just go. Like yeah. I'm sure you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that that that. A lot of that though, that I've realized is people think they need to be perfect all the time, especially with like social media now. It's like you go online and you see Mic this drop. this guy with a fucking ten pack ripped to shreds doing this workout, and you're like, well. You know, if I don't look like that, then what's the point? And first of all, that's part of why, like, exactly like I said, I'm kind of out of powerlifting now just because, like, I care so much more about my health. I still want to be strong. I still want to look good. And muscle mass is so important for your health. But 
Like, I'm not going to kill myself to lift a couple more pounds on a bar. I'm not going to kill myself to look a certain way yeah. for a short period of time because that's never sustainable either. No. Um, but like, oh, a, I mean, I heard trend is pretty cool too. Yeah, well, I'm joking. I'm well, joking. Well, if 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 you're a natty, it's a little different. Yeah, I have but, enough um, Instagram DMs. People thinking I'm not. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, but. I used I used to love when people would think I was when I dude I'll show them to you when we're done yeah yeah I want to see it but uh but yeah no people are like if a lot of people think if you know if you're not doing it perfectly and if you're not doing like the most optimal routine and the most like perfect uh, exercise and diet and everything that it's like why try it all and there's just I don't know, I just think there's always room for improvement. You're saying it perfectly. This is great. I appreciate no, it. Keep going. Keep going. I uh, want to yeah. stop you. No, I'm sorry. no, no. That's kind of it though. Like there's always room for improvement, and like I don't know. That's just kind of how I look at life now. Like every day is a new day. You can start. You can't be like, oh, like I should have been going to the gym this whole time because then I could have looked like that. It's like you're here now. Start where you are. Yeah. You can get better today and tomorrow and the next day. Hmm. Dude, that is I. I wish I could just take that sentence right and just hit a button and just give it to <laughs> all kids who are like fifteen to like twenty. Yeah, because and I, and I always ask people who, especially who like are like of your like Roman statures and like what like I'll ask you what would you tell some kid? It's coming in and we're gonna see it now in the summer. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a bunch of high school kids. Yeah, you have a hundred in front of you. What's one thing you're gonna tell them before they walk into a gym like like the gym in Tanline Studio, CrossFit Outsiders? That's tough. There's a lot. There's a lot to say. All right, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll I'll compromise. I'll give you two sentences. Two things you would tell them. You're just hundred kids in front of you. They're all willing to listen to you, and they're gonna do it. What would you tell them? Hmm. Uh, it's all long game. So you're not going to get your dream body this summer. You're not going to hit your, you know, max total this year. Like, if you really care about yourself and your body and your health at all, and even just even if you don't even care about your health, if you just care about performance, it's still a long game. Like, if you really want to reach the top and, like, I know in powerlifting, like, guys like Larry Wheels, like, you just slam gear and train as hard as possible, and you can reach the top, but, like, he doesn't compete anymore. He yeah. gets hurt, so, like, oh, you just, just have to... He, sorry. I, no, you're good. His quad, did you, did you watch when he tore that? I cannot watch injury videos. It, like, I feel it in my body. Yeah. Like, yeah. like I remember when that guy, he was training with, tore his pec. <gasps> oh, like, dude, like, I can't even... Like, I saw it once, and I just, like, literally, like, your reaction, that's my reaction every time. I cannot do it. I feel it in my chest Dude, when I see that. Can I, can, can I tell you a story real quick? Yeah. I, t- I know please. I totally stopped you and cut no, you off please. there. But when I saw that, I didn't know what was about to happen. I think um, I think it was on it was like Jim Fail Army or something like that. It was everywhere. And I saw it, and I was like, I saw Larry Reels. I'm like, oh, I want to watch this lift. Yeah. And I remember... I remember he comes down and went pop. I threw my phone. I launched it. <laughs> I was so ah, literally, ah. dude. I've because I've watched people tear their bicep before. Oh yeah, it's, oh, it's that's pretty the common. Worst one. And I've watched it happen. And it just goes. <laughs> I always I always used to pull mixed grip, so I was oh. always I was always a little afraid of that. 
but yeah, I, I could never do the hook grip though. Oh, no, I have I so I have weird thumbs. Yeah, so I can't. You have like toe thumbs. Listen, bro, Megan Fox got the same thumbs, bro. Oh yeah, yeah. No, dude, I know. Well, this girl I used to know, she was like like everyone knew, like she was like you know one of the, like the best looking girls in the gym, whatever. She just had these funny little toe thumbs, and it was just so funny, like. <laughs> So, anyways, you were saying, hundred kids in front of you. You're not yeah. gonna get your. Uh, you're not gonna get their. Yeah. Yep. Like right. that little segue. So I was kind of like I was saying, it's you know, it's a long game. So, yeah. don't like if you if you push as hard as you can now, and then you just regress back to where you were. Like what you what made no point? progress. What was the point? So like slow and steady wins the race, and like uh, like like Stan efforting. He's he's a uh, real big proponent on just like recovery like you can only recover from you can only train as much as you can recover because Mm. without that you're not you're just wasting your time yeah you're just breaking yourself down and not building yourself back up so that's another thing like recovery like sleep nutrition all of that like people especially i hate I hate when people say, oh, it's just calories in, calories out. That's all that matters. Like, we can get real deep into that because, like, people think, oh, like, what actually constitutes your food doesn't matter. It's just the amount of calories. And it's like that makes no sense because certain chemicals can alter the way your body processes calories. So there was this – there was this uh, this study. It was in Canada. They took 100 kids – who had ADHD? Yeah, and they changed their diet mm-hmm. completely. Yeah, and I'll find this and I put it up. Uh, I'll send it to you. I, I just saw them. I, I looked it up. Um, they changed their diet. They took out all like, the preservatives. They, they basically took shit and made it unshit. Yeah, and um, over ninety-two percent of them didn't have it anymore. Yeah. Oh my god. So, so many diseases and it, and just like issues that people have today are purely caused by. <clears throat> Diet and environmental pollutions and what's in our water and all of that. Yeah. And then on top of that, you have the screen time and all of that. So I it, it all adds that. up, man. Yeah, you literally just gave me shit earlier when I sat down. I was yeah. like, yeah. Like, that's why it's, you can't sleep because you're laying in bed scrolling. It's so and it's bad, sending a signal I know. to your brain that says it's time to wake up. I know. Oh, it's so bad. I'm sorry, Dad. It won't happen again. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but, like for real, it, and and the, those are important things too. And yeah. um, I don't know. I just I, I I do wish like a lot of kids would like listen to what you have just said in the past. Like, well, 40, 44 minutes. Damn, we're flying, dude. I know. I, I told know. you it's gonna be great. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Um, I'm gonna have to come back, dude. Yeah, no, no. We're, we'll just keep going. I don't care. Four we're, hours. We'll just yeah. I'm down for that. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, I like I know I'm bad at that, but it, there that is one thing that we do have to like kind of control is like the screen time. Like, and I, and I know I'm a, and I'll be the first one to say it. I'm yeah. very bad with that. But yeah, no, I, I struggle with it too. Like, we're all human. We all yeah. have flaws. We yeah. like, and these things are made to be addictive. So yeah. to actively push it away is very hard. Well, the thing is too is like I was, um, I would love to be able to just like take a break from social media. But, like, I run this – I mean, like, I call it a business. Like, I run this business, yeah. and, like, I'm working on an LLC for it. So it's, like, most – like, a lot of the time, I'm sending out DMs. I'm, I'm, I'm working with people. I'm yeah. I'm making posts. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And it's, like, I have to switch from different platforms. Yeah. And the, th- the thing that I do get struggle with, and I'll have to, like, work on this, is I'll post. Like, 
like when, when this launches. Yeah. Right. I'm a little behind on posts, but like when this launches, I'll post up on like all like the the clips and stuff like that. And then it's like, well, I'm already here. I'm already on oh, TikTok. Yeah. No, I do and that that's, all the time. Yeah. I do that same thing all the time. And, like, I totally respect that, yeah. like, what you're doing because I struggle with that a lot. Um, like, balancing the social media and my life yeah. because I honestly hate social media. So and I, I barely I use it anymore. Like, I don't really post anything. And, like... To me, it's first of all, most of the things people are posting, I'm like, nobody needs to know that. Yeah. Like, just enjoy it. Keep it to yourself. Like, yeah, same thing. You with are me. kind of, yeah. you're taking yourself out of the moment when you take your phone out to snap the picture. Like, just live in the moment. And at the same time, it's like, you know, you want pictures, oh. you have memories and that kind of yes. thing. But, like, yes. you got to find the balance. See, I love what you just said. So, um, that is exactly how I live my life. But things, so, like, if you look on my phone, and yeah. I'll show my camera roll. It's like stupid memes or things that I screenshot if like whatever it is, but you rarely ever see like and like I'll do like a little world Snapchat thing. People will like react to and laugh, but I went on a trip with my buddy yeah. for two weeks. We were in South Carolina. Yeah, I, I South have. Carolina. It was great. Zero pictures because just live in the moment. Because I feel like, like, say you and I go to dinner, right? Yeah. Bring the girls. I'm not gonna with my phone. I'd be like, oh my god, double date. Like no, because like I feel like that, that it puts a wall. Between, like, you and I. Yeah. And then it needs to happen a little bit more. Yeah. And if you're ever in a situation like that and you pull your phone out, just, like, take a look around. Everyone starts pulling their phone out mm -hmm. because they see you do it. So now it's okay for me to do it. And then the next person's like, well, two of you are on your phone and I'm just sitting here. So I'm just going to pull my phone out because yep. I have no idea what else to do. Yep. Because nobody is comfortable just sitting with themselves anymore. Yeah. And... Yeah, that is one thing that I am going to try to do. Uh, it's on my uh, my bucket list for the summer. Um, I was going to try to do uh, ten things that scare me. Yeah. So I'm going to go to lunch by myself. Oh, I love doing that. And just that. not, and I'm, but I'm not going to bring my phone. Mm. So that was one of the restrictions. So I'm just going to go to lunch. Yeah. I'm just going to sit there and look like a weirdo. Yeah, it, and, that's tough. Because I actually, that's something I love to do, but I will bring my phone and I'll put like a video on and like something educational usually, yeah. like a podcast or a video and try to learn something. Like I love to do that. Oh, you actually should, you actually should check out some podcasts actually. There's, there's a podcast right now you should have. Uh, oh uh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. You got, yeah, what is it? Let me know. Oh, it's, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I forgot the name. But anyways, but no, that's, that's, that's cool. You can do that. That is good. Yeah. What you, so it's usually like, like what kind of educational stuff? Um, Like, I mean, kind of like you said earlier, just like. Everything I do, and I kind of never even finished, like, my whole story, but, like, most of my life, like I said, I never really knew what I wanted to do before. Mm -hmm. In high school, the only classes I enjoyed were science-based, so it was, like, bio, A&P. I took this cool biotechnology class in high oh, school nice. okay. and, like, marine biology, and I was just, like, super into all that. All my other classes I hated. I was, like, I had no interest in anything else, and... uh I knew I could have went to school for kinesiology, which is what I have a degree in now, but I also had this really fucked up mindset of, like, every adult around me that I know hates their job. So if I go and do something I love, I'm just going to hate it, mm -hmm. and then I'm going to hate the only thing that I really love. Yeah. But I had I learned it's totally backwards. Yeah. Like, if you really love something, like you said, go do it, and the money will come. So I ended up going to school for biomedical engineering for three years, actually. And, uh, dude, you're a genius. Was just like, I mean, I, I'm not a genius, but I'll you're take talking to I'm, a secondary I'm, ed major. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I mean, I'm, I think I'm a pretty smart dude. Yeah. And, uh, 
but I did that for three years and was like, I just don't like, I know I'm not going to be happy doing this for the rest yeah, of my life. I hear that. Yeah. So rather than putting myself in more debt and continuing down a path that I knew wasn't for me, I went, I transferred to Westchester and got my degree in kinesiology, kinesiology. there. Nice. But, um, that was like, yeah. And like, that's very fitting for you. Like, like when I look at you and you say kinesiology, it just makes sense. Yeah. Just and I was sense. always in the gym. And like I said, that was just kind of like, but so, yeah, what I was saying was everything I've always done probably for the last almost 10 years. I mean, even the biomed degree I was going for, it's all bodily related. Yeah. Like, I just think the human body is so amazing. And some, like some people think we know everything there is to know. And I'm just like, there is no possible way. Because there are so many more things that we just don't understand that happen in the body. And, like, the way, like we were saying, that, like, chemicals interact with your body and our, the environment and the foods we eat. Like, it's not a simple equation. No, it's it's not. And there was this, uh, this, cool, this cool study that uh, they just did about the brain. Yeah. So when when light comes into your eyes and they're refle- reflecting into your retinas, everything's, like, 180. Yeah. Or, yeah, it's, like, like, upside down. But it comes in and your brain flips it, right? Yeah. So that's already pretty fucking cool. But they have these they, they have these people put on these glasses, these goggles, and basically the light reflects mm-hmm. opposite of what it is. Oh. So when it comes into your eyes, everything's upside down. Yeah. So they they put this in four hours, only four hours. The brain figured it out mm-hmm. and flipped it. Yeah. And it was completely normal. And the wild thing about it was when they took the goggles off, nothing changed. And they put them back on. It was only two hours then. Oh, wow. Yeah. The brain was able to, in four hours, yeah. it, 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 it was able to figure it out and go, okay, this was this way, yeah. but that's not right. And then an exact mirror image figured it out and flipped it. Yeah. And – when when you said the body is just amazing and everything about it, like chemicals and things like that, things like that amaze me about humans. Oh yeah, it, I thought it was so interesting. I'll put it up so everyone can see it. Like, but our bodies are so resilient and they're they're designed to survive. Yeah. So you have to think about that every day when you do something with your body. Like your body's going to adapt to that in some way. So do you want your body to adapt to be? stronger and more resilient or do you just want to weaken yourself every day yeah. oh it's so it's a nugget dude it's just filled with just oh, oh le- lessons lessons <laughs> learned like i'm saying like I, like these I are the things in here dude that's great i'm glad you're wrong because like what you're saying i really wish i could just like press a button and just like send it out to these like these young kids because yeah that's yeah. the thing man like these kids and i feel like we've gotten even more f- further away from the kind of stuff we're talking about here and like these kids are just all they care about is what can I do here and now like how much weight can I lift today mm-hmm. and it's like in five years you won't even be able to lift anymore because you are destroying your body you you're not sleeping and then on the other side of it the emotional aspect like I know what it's like to have power lifting be your entire life yeah like these kids everything revolves around how much weight they can lift and how their body looks if and the way they do it isn't sustainable so no. once they become injured and can't lift mentally they're going to fall apart even yeah. worse yeah 
I don't know, dude. I just, I, I wish, I, I, I really genuinely wish a lot of these kids could look and be like, hey, this is, because, I don't know, I just, there's so many things that I would change, and like, especially how I would bring my kids up. Yeah. But, I don't know, I think everyone should be in the gym. I think everyone should lift weights. Yeah, absolutely. Because they always talk about, you know, like the longevity, like if you do it right, you know, someone like you is going to do it right. And, I don't know, I just... And I know I'm going to see it coming into the summer. These kids are going to come in and they're going to slap four plates on there yep. with a with a squat bar, and then I'm going to want to rip it <laughs> off of the thing. But or they're going to squat for try to squat three plates with a deadlift bar. No central no central knurling on that one. But yeah, let me just put it on my back. Let me just put the smooth <sighs> bar on my back. And it whips and ruins. I'm I'm going to get angry. Um, but yeah. No, um, but then they're gonna like. I I I watched a kid. There was this group of four a couple of years ago. Maybe it was last year. Came in, they were deadlifting. They were deadlifting the same day I did. Yeah, and they were using the platform that I usually use. And I'm like, I'm not gonna be that guy. I don't really give a fuck. I'm just gonna pull over here. I watch this kid try four or five for like three weeks. Yeah, he finally like kind of gets up, and I see him bench back really to back bad, to back. back to back to back, and he doesn't get it. But he gets to just above, like, like a lot of people's sticking points, like, like, like above the knee. Yeah. And I see him hitch, and I'm like, oh, mm, that's not going to be good. Nope. And uh, I didn't see him for, like, a couple months. Yeah. Uh-huh. I exactly. Like, and that's like, the thing. Like, okay, you successfully did that lift today, and now you can't – now you're injured and can't even lift an empty bar for four months. Yeah. Like, you just destroyed all of your progress. Yeah. And just because he wanted to show off. Yeah. I don't know. I just, there's going to be a lot of, and the thing is, is the gym and like the Lion's Den or McMillan, these, these big powerlifting gyms, like the Warhouse was a big one for a yeah. while. RIP. Um, these kids want to, they want to lift big and they'll see like heavy lifters and someone like a Scott, you know? Yeah. And I don't know, man. I just, I worry about it sometimes. Yeah, and they don't realize because all they see is some guy deadlifting 800 pounds right in front of them. They don't realize he's been working at it for 10, 15, 20 years and putting in the work every single week, eating the right foods, sleeping right, recovering, and not being stupid with your training. Like, just train properly, and you will make so much – like, you can train so much more effortlessly – than people think you need to. Like, obviously, you have to train hard to get good results, but people think you need to be, like, four hours in the gym every single day yeah. and then, like, sacrifice your sleep to train. It's like, <sighs> no, when you're sleeping, you're growing and recovering yeah. and getting stronger. People, it's just so backwards. People just don't I can't, can't tell you how together. many times I go, they go, oh, I'm going to the gym and get gains. Yeah. And I'm like, well, do you know how you actually build muscle? And yeah. they're like, you go to the gym and you lift. And I'm like, no, dog. Yeah. What, what 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 happens to your muscle when you're in the gym? And they go, they're they're, they're getting builder. I'm I'm building more. And I'm like, no, bro, you are breaking down your muscles. Mm-hmm. That's why you're sore. Yeah. But when you're sleeping, when you're eating, your body is rebuilding and putting more on there because it just did this load. So it's it's assuming that you're going to do a bigger load, and it wants to get stronger for it. Oh yeah. That's what's happening. Exactly. And they go, yeah, but people say you get big in the gym. I'm like, yeah, but like. Do you understand what's and, and and I always love seeing the surprise on their face. Most people know that, but yeah, it cracks me up because people go, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna get big. I'm gonna start taking creatine." And then I ask them, "Well, what does creatine do?" Yeah, 
And then they're like, whoa, whoa. I'm like, bro. They don't even know. They, they just know. hear somebody say, oh, this makes you big and strong, so take it. Same thing with bang. I hate when people drink bang. They go, oh it has creatine and caffeine. <laughs> and I'm like, great. You have, a, you have a hydrate supplement in there, and you have a dehydrated supplement in there. Yeah. All in one for 300 milligrams of caffeine with BCAAs. And how much creatine is in there? Probably like a gram of creatine. It's like nothing. Yeah, exactly. And they're just like, well, I take creatine, so I'm going to grow. But I'm just cracking up because what you just said, they think they grow in the gym. I am just picturing the kids who do a set on bench or do a set of curls, jump up and start flexing in the mirror to oh see to see all their new gains. And it's so funny. It's like, bro, what are you flexing? Cringe, bro. It is. It is because They're like 120 pounds soaking and, wet. And here's the thing. I, I will never I – don't, I don't go around giving like unsolicited advice or anything yeah. like that. And I won't even say anything. I just – I'll see it, and but I wish these kids would realize too. Is like, people will respect you more in these kind of gyms, like oh, private yeah. big powerlifting gyms. If you just go in, you work in your form. Like, I don't give a fuck if you are deadlifting and pulling tens. Yeah. If it looks good, I will be like, dude, that look great, dude, and I'll high five you. Yeah. But then if you're pulling three fifteen and you're like cat back, and I'm like, yeah, oh exactly, because they don't realize like to us, to you, and to me. In my head, I'm just be honest with you. In my head, I go, "You're a fucking idiot." Yeah, and oh, absolutely. Yeah, but I'm also worried about like pulling up on social media. This, this 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 big fat kid, dude, don't do it like that. So I don't. I just stay away from it. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing is like you're you're, I think you're kind of taking on just added stress to your own system when you're doing that kind of stuff because you're like, oh, you fucking idiot. Like, why don't you just do it this way? It's like. They're not even going to listen to you anyway. I know. So just let them do their thing. That's exactly why I do that. But like you were saying, like deadlifting with like 10-pound plates or something, like I literally go to the gym. Like I said, I go to edge sometimes. Mm -hmm. And like when I'm there, like nine times out of ten, I'm like probably like the most jacked dude in there. Yeah. And I have no problem picking up 10-pound dumbbells and doing curls with like 10-pound dumbbells just to warm my tissues up, Mm -hmm. just to get the feel of the muscle. Yeah. And then I'll go and do my thing. I do the same thing with my shoulders. My shoulders day, I no bullshit. I grab the fives. Yeah. And I just, I just lateral raise. And I'll do sets of like eight, eight each arm or like up and side. And yeah. And then ha- someone half your size is trying to pick up like thirty pound dumbbells and do lateral raises, and they can't even fucking do it. It makes me so mad. Mm-hmm. It does. And that's the other thing. These kids think the more weight they lift makes them bigger and stronger, just because it's more weight. Yeah, no, it's you have to build tissue. Yeah, so if you do, let's say like uh, like three fifteen three times, it's great. You're building power, but yeah, like wh- how are you breaking down the muscle? Are you are you, are you doing your two twenty five set for ten reps, building that muscle, and then working on your power a couple weeks, and they just don't even know what hypertrophy is. Yeah, but that's a whole different conversation. No, too. yeah, but, for sure. Yeah, dude, there's there's so much I would just love to just like like put in their heads. Like if I could take like you, Roman, like Jim, and Aunt, like. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of information there. So much. And that's the thing is, like, for someone like me and, like, Roman and and all of us, even you, like, so much of this information we just, like, have just kind of, like, cataloged in our head. Mm -hmm. And we just kind of know it subconsciously. Mm -hmm. So, like, when we go into the gym, we just, like, skip right over all the bullshit. Yes. Because we know 
just at like the core level what we need to be doing exactly and um and the thing is i didn't like i mean i did a lot of research and reading but a lot of this stuff i've learned from people people yeah. like you people like like even roman i mean i know he was young but he is a genius oh yeah all and, he cares and, about is lifting and yeah. training and like that's amazing yeah and like people like zach and and it's just asking questions and zach said this great quote he's like a bunch of one-liners and he goes closed mouths won't get fed yeah and it rings true because what like someone like you is way smarter than me right has kinesiology under his belt okay if i'm uh wanting to you know unilaterally get better with just my left arm mm-hmm. i'll go on an overhead press yeah you would know how to do that you would know like what i should be doing and things like that yeah and you just got to catalog that in your brain but you have to ask and most people are like willing to help you out just most people also aren't gonna like just walk over and be like hey dude you're doing that wrong just like yeah 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 absolutely yeah <laughs> do you believe we're over an hour that's crazy <laughs> yeah we could do this for like three more yeah we can keep going you want yeah, to yeah we'll go for like another like couple minutes and then uh I gotta, I gotta get over to uh to kevin's house all right yeah no word, no word. you're good i didn't even realize it was an hour i peeked over and i was like just to, like look look at your voice like line yeah yeah and i was like oh shit yeah i just i just noticed where the time was on i had a so i, I had a thing it. when when you and i when you were giving the massage the one day i was like oh dude if he's all over it's gonna be like a four hour oh, session we, we talked forever and dude, we were starting to get into conspiracies and stuff. Oh and my all god, that. we like, gotta do that! Oh, we, yeah, no, let's was... let's do a whole another episode. Just dude, on I that have, kind of stuff. I have. I'll so tell you, I, I'll tell we you. Can come this. prepared for it. Oh, dude, there's so many there. Oh, there was one that just happened. Uh I don't know what it was, but I just saw it on Instagram. Oh my god, what is it? The uh, the cattle plant. Oh, with the eighteen thousand. Yeah. No, it wasn't that, but that's a. Oh, dude, no. we can talk about everything. Dude, That's the thing. Oh, like, I, I'm, I'm so in on all that. Well, because so on my other podcast, Shameless Plug, Shuttering in Silence with Gavin Soden and I, um, we do like conspiracy theories. Yeah, and we'll do like oh, okay. creepy yeah. and stuff like that. And we'll, we'll talk about like world events, and we'll just like, we'll just you know, we'll pick topics and stick to them. Um, but there were there was there's some good theories out there, man. Yeah, and, man. yeah but there there we'll look to uh, wrap this one up. But so. Do me a favor. Which look in that camera. Which to tell them all the social media platforms you're on. There, it's, like it's gonna pop up live. They know where to reach you. Um, so, guys, this is Kyle Zesserman. You wanna go ahead? Yeah, and, uh, I am uh, just Big Zess on Instagram. That's that's pretty much it. I don't really have any other social media. It's all good. Facebook's not active, and I don't use Twitter. I had to stop using that. Like, <laughs> oh my god. That's. I think Twitter and TikTok are the two worst social media platforms just for like mental health reasons. I know you're so right but uh, so, uh, yeah I have yeah. to stop I will I promise I'll try but yeah guys big zest on uh on Instagram we'll put that up live for you editing and um if you guys are looking for a uh an actual sports massage and trust me a different personal experience considering everyone else goes to him too um Go check him out. He, uh, your, uh, I don't know if you do house calls, but I know he does have a uh, an office at the gym in CrossFit Outsiders over in Trooper, Norristown area. Yeah. Um, and then do you have like a business email they can reach you at? Um, no, or just an email. No, just uh, um, I mean, reach me on Instagram. Cool, you'll, you'll find me. You'll find me. We'll set something up. Sounds good. So. <laughs> Pushing too many pencils at the CIA. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like Apollo Creed. Yes, oh, yes. What movie is that even from? I don't know, That's but what I I'm see saying. that. I don't even know. I see like my my, my buddy Gavin and I like. That we'll was see. such a meme, though. Oh god. It's so good. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Thank you.